Welcome to The Agrarian Pastor, where we return to the roots of shepherding. My name's Clint Humphrey, broadcasting from the Rocky Mountains of Rupert's Land in British North America. On this episode of The Agrarian Pastor, we're going to look at husbandry and our best now lost. But first, our proverbial Spurgeon, where we'll look at providence and patience. Here is your proverbial Spurgeon on patience. Spurgeon writes, If one door should be shut, God will open another. If the peas do not yield well, the beans may. If one hen leaves her eggs, another will bring out all her brood. There's a bright side to all things and a good God everywhere. Somewhere or other in the worst flood of trouble, there always is a dry spot for contentment to get its foot on. And if there were not, it would learn to swim. Friends, let us take to a basic diet of patience, bread, and water, rather than catch the miserables and give others the disease by wickedly finding fault with God. The best remedy for affliction is submitting to providence. What can't be cured must be endured. If we cannot get bacon, let us bless God that there are still some cabbages in the garden. Must, that word in quotes, must is a hard nut to crack, but it has a sweet kernel. All things work together for good to them that love God, Romans 8, 28. Whatever falls from the skies is, sooner or later, good for the land. Whatever comes to us from God is worth having, even though it be a rod. We cannot by nature like trouble any more than a mouse can fall in love with a cat. And yet Paul, by grace, came to glory in tribulations also. Losses and crosses are heavy to bear, but when our hearts are right with God, it is wonderful how easy the yoke becomes. We must needs go to glory by the way of the weeping cross. And as we were never promised that we should ride to heaven in a feather bed, we must not be disappointed when we see the road to be rough as our fathers found it before us. All's well that ends well, and therefore let us plow the heaviest soil with our eye on the sheaves of harvest, and learn to sing at our labor while others murmur. And that's your proverbial Spurgeon. In this episode, I want to talk about husbandry and the cost of the best now lost. Now in the animal husbandry of the ancient world, herds and flocks fattened on grasses of the hills and valleys. The fattening process was based on available pasture and water that changed seasonally. So a full fleshy well-fed animal became an emblem of walking wealth. The ewe or heifer Ram or bull 
became the precious possession of the nomad. The scarcity of pasture made the fattened calf all the more rare and valuable. When the atoning work of Jesus Christ is presented to us, its preciousness, scarcity, and value comes as this farming picture. Jesus is a precious lamb, full, fattened, living, and rare. John the Baptist declared it so when he said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. John 1.29, John 1.36, and later on multiple times throughout the book of Revelation. The picture of the Lamb recalls the sacrificial system in Israel and specifically the command to render a lamb without blemish for the Passover. It would have been a costly request for a very dramatic sacrifice. So when we think about this, we're reminded as well of 1 Peter chapter 1, verses 19. Speaking of the ransom that was paid for our salvation, it is a ransom that is with the precious blood of Christ, like that of a lamb without blemish or spot. He was foreknown before the foundation of the world, but was made manifest in the last times for the sake of you. Now, as we think about this lamb without blemish, when we think about its rarity, scarcity, its preciousness and value, when we think about all of these things, then what comes into view is one of the great tests that we all face. The test that you and I face is the loss of our best. To lose our most precious possession that has taken the most to protect, taken all of our energies to preserve, is to lose then our best hope our best reward, and our best security. All husbandry sees the top end of the herd as the most valuable, as the healthiest, as the most vigorous, and the fattest. Every rancher or farmer feels a sense of despair and exasperation at the loss of one of the lambs or steers at the top end. I remember, it was a sad memory, but I remember how a strong bull calf jumped out of the sorting alley at a branding. It broke through some fences and ran towards the busy road. I chased after it on horseback and I roped it, both of us at a full gallop. I stopped this large calf, but as it strained against the rope, it stumbled, curled its head underneath itself and fell on its side. And right at that point, the calf lay limp. It broke its neck. I felt horrible, not only because the calf was dead, but because it was the best calf, the largest and most healthy and fleshy of the whole herd. Now, in an agrarian culture like first century Jerusalem, there would have been a strong sense of the cost of the best now lost. In Israel, The costliness of the sacrifice was embedded in scripture and practice. Abel, of course, had offered sacrifice, appropriating the sense of costliness 
of our right relationship. Abel had suffered loss to his flock, but the cost of his best now lost was a reminder that neither the flock nor the loss was truly his own, but belonged to God to begin with. Later on in the Old Testament, Abraham's sacrifice of Isaac was an attempt to bring his best and the cost of it to the Lord, even suffering the loss of it. Such relinquishing of what is precious at a cost was at the heart of the concept of sacrifice. And of course, Jesus gave up his own life with its precious rarity, with its fullness, with its great righteousness. He gave it up and lost his life in order to save many. Of course, he was vindicated by the resurrection. But he provided then for us the pattern, even as he taught us. Whoever saves his life will lose it. Whoever loses will find it. He is called the Lamb of God. In fact, as a spotless lamb is pictured as being precious and valuable, even his blood was shed, the death of that precious one, a death that was a costly death. Every spotless lamb would have been from the top end of the herd, and there was none that was greater than the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Consider this, consider your husbandry even in the cost of our best now lost. And then consider all that our Father has done in sending his Son, Jesus Christ, the cost of the best now lost, now regained, even through the resurrection of the, of the dead. And so we can praise God for the Lamb who stands as slain. If you've enjoyed this episode of The Agrarian Pastor, why don't you subscribe on one of your favorite podcasting platforms? And if you didn't like it, and it was only as clear as mud, maybe somebody else will get something out of it, and you could still recommend it to maybe another pastor who could use a little bit of agrarian encouragement. Until next time, I hope to hear from you again. Bye for now.